I hate Nick Bosa. Sorry. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's not I, rational. No. Sorry. I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Your schedule Nick Bosa sucks. Hey, the last time I had an irrational feeling towards somebody, it was Jose Altuve, and guess what? He's a He's cheater. a cheater. Yeah. So sometimes you just got to hold on to those. You are now listening to Babes in Ballland. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Babes in Ballland. Don't mind me. I'm just going to throw that Browns game on. Well, yeah. (laughs) Browns versus Dolphins, because that's what's in our coverage area. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't even have to, like, guess if I'm going to get to watch the Browns, because we literally are force-fed them every week. Don't worry. You're going to get to watch them. So... The and they're way, also, like, not even doing that well. No. That's the my favorite part. My day is kind of set up as I'm watching the Dallas Stars right now, which is a pretty big reach for me. Then we have Dolphins-Browns. Then we have Cowboys-Patriots. Like, oh, the God. day just declines. And <laughs> Tom Brady was questionable, but he's definitely playing. So those are all the things I have to endure to get to the Sunday night football game, which is finally the Packers game. But we got a lot of, dare I say, crap to get There's through. nothing. There's nothing no. wrong. No. Oh, I just saw it again. Bop. Oh, we could. <laughs> we could watch the Mavericks and the Rockets. We could watch Luca. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good option. I'll probably watch that before I'll watch the freaking patriots wait a minute wait a minute what? i just got duped by the local fox sports i was like yeah i'm watching the stars and then i look up and it says freaking replay oh that's rude <laughs> i don't want to watch a freaking <laughs> replay you're not gonna put the browns on okay i mean i have 30 <laughs> minutes you can lead with that too. <laughs> I got thirty minutes, okay. Not gonna get pumped up for the Browns. I mean, I feel like if the Browns lost to the Dolphins, that would be very <laughs> Browns. So maybe it will be a good game. I don't know. <laughs> Antonio Brown still weeks away from reinstatement decision. He's like, I'm gonna sue everybody. I mean, he truly is, yeah. I'm suing the reporter. I'm suing the NFL. Didn't he say he was sorry to the Steelers? No, to the Patriots, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I I heard he was was sorry. sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He's sorry. I said I was sorry. 
I feel I I do still feel kind of bad for him, and I don't know why. I think that's why like I make bad choices in life because I feel empathetic for people who are like having a hard time. <laughs> well, you just really have to wonder like, what if there legit is something wrong? That's yeah. a side effect of football. Yeah, like what if he has brain damage? Right, and then we're all just like out here having a good chuckle, but he really needs help. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's right. concerning the only hot topic i really ever have aside from basketball is uh cats on the field oh you told me but i never cats on the field cats on the field what was the situation which game was it the memphis south florida game which is probably why you didn't get an update <laughs> No, but they should know. I always want to see the animals on the field. Right. Like, if you're listening to all the keywords and all the conversations, they should be able to just big brother that update through to you. Right. Like, if my phone can hear me saying that I want new glasses and then they put it in every ad I see, why can't they give me the cat videos? That's like me... Um, cause I'm trying to make some of those cat socks. I know yeah. you'd be seeing the cat socks. <laughs> yeah. I know you'd be, cause our ads are linked. <laughs> and I know, like, it just makes me a statistic if I then buy what they show me in the ads, but I can't help it. Right. I'm trying cats to put some, field. I'm trying to put some socks on cats or, um, yeah. If you put socks on Jasper, you better let me know. I'm trying to put cats on socks for people for Christmas. Um, <laughs> I like a nice patterned sock, okay? They're hideous. I've got, like, four different pairs made up. I guess, um, let's start with the Thursday night football brawl, like, kind of the wrap-up of that, because... Oh, okay. I'm kind of, quite frankly, ready to be done talking about it, even though I know that we're going to talk be the about case it because for the rest of the season. They literally play next week, I think. Is it next week? Um, I I think next Sunday is December first, and I saw that that's when they're scheduled to play. So, I mean, we'll get like a brief break this week, but then it's back at it. So the updates we got this week on Wednesday, Baby Mason said he had no ill will towards Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett said that was a lie. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, Baby Mason said he should have done a better job at maintaining his composure. And that was Wednesday. And then on Thursday is when things kind of got wild again. Uh, Miles Garrett accused Mason Rudolph of using a racial slur prior to the brawl. Um, And it happened really quickly. Like, it came out that Miles Garrett said that Baby Mason said those things. And then maybe 20 minutes later, we got an update from Baby Mason's lawyer saying that it was a lie. And he said that the malicious use of this wild and unfounded allegation is an assault on Mason's integrity, which is far worse than the physical assault witnessed on Thursday. And I feel like that's kind of true. I obviously don't know if baby Mason was using language that he should not have. Um, But 
if on the off chance he did not say anything and Miles Garrett is just saying that, I feel like that's a super low blow. Um, and then right after that came out, we got the news that Miles Garrett lost his appeal, so he is out for the rest of the season. And the NFL found no evidence of a racial slur. And then Rudolph got fined $50,000. Isn't he appealing to be able to play in any kind of playoff situation? I don't know if, like, that's what the first appeal was. Oh, you're right. Um, I think you're right. Like, I don't know to what extent he was appealing. But they did uphold um, the suspension. So he is out for the rest of the season. Guess how much the total amount of fines for that Thursday night brawl equaled? Uh, total amount? Yeah. And we're talking like, I think each team got fined 250000 Right. I was like, we're easily at five hundred just with teams. And now you're adding in individual fines? Yes. One million dollars. I don't know. Seven hundred and thirty-two thousand. I mean, a million dollars. That's a that's a lot of money for people not acting right. Maybe next week everybody will get along. Hard to say. Either it's going to be awful, or it's going to be awful in the sense that everybody's going to be tiptoeing around, so like it won't even be a good game. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be one of the two. Like either it's going to be very, very mild or it's just going to be a continuation. Yeah. Cause the coaches are going to tell him to cut the shit. You've already spent us enough money. And so then it's going to be a super boring game or we're going to yeah. fight again. Yeah. I can, all I can picture when you said, um, I, that, um, Mason said he should have kept his composure better is Will Farrell in that locker room, slamming chairs around, screaming, we got to keep our composure. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Um, (laughs) It was just so weird because we hadn't heard anything in a couple of days. And then you had baby Mason being like, Ooh, I should have done better. And then the next day there was all of this racial slur stuff. And I don't know. I just feel like that's when things got even messier because If he didn't say that, I mean, people are definitely going to remember his name being thrown around with that. And if he did say that, then that super changes my opinion of him. So it's just kind of a hard spot to be in. Yeah. And we'll probably never know. Everybody will pay their money and then we won't hear about it again. But even if, like... Rudolph didn't say that. Miles Garrett still got his point across because from here on out, I'm always going to wonder, did baby Mason actually say something you shouldn't have? So he kind of got what he wanted because to me, I'm always going to associate baby Mason with that. Even if like he did or didn't do it, it's still going to be in my memory. So question whether or not he is acting out in a way that would be really upsetting to you as someone who has watched him for a long time. Yes. So even if he didn't say it, I mean, Miles Garrett definitely kind of dug that one home. And maybe he did say it. I don't know. But I'm always going to kind of wonder. I feel like we can move into a happier topic. Um, 
Let's talk about Luca. Luca. He kind of had a wild week. I I really like Luca. I know. Um, on Monday, I got the update that Luca joined LeBron as the only players in NBA history to have a 40-point triple-double before the age of 21. Um, and then Wednesday, we got more Luca updates. He had 22 points in the first quarter versus the Warriors, and he ended up getting a triple-double in just 26 minutes, which is the fewest minutes in NBA history to get a triple-double. He's impressive. And then it just, like, literally every update was either something history-related or the first time anybody's done it. Um, and then he became the third player with consecutive 35-point triple-doubles. And then, like, on Wednesday, he was just being cute on the bench, and he was having, like, a little laugh with his teammates. And all around, I'm just kind of Team Luca. It's refreshing to have new life, I guess, down in Dallas, other than he just like Dirk. I know. He just, like, seems to keep it super light and fun. He's the type of player that you want to watch. So that's exciting to me that he's also playing so well. And it's like every time they're talking about him and something history-related, LeBron's kind of tied in as well. So I think that's kind of fun. Are you still watching Fox? Yeah. Are you watching Gronkowski's face? He looks like a child, like a little excited kid. He is, like, kind of rocking back and forth. (laughs) I did notice. His eyes are so big. (laughs) Yeah. And he's, like, fixing. Oh, what is he doing? (laughs) Where is he even looking? I don't know. Um, Rob Gronkowski acting up on Fox NFL Sunday. It's actually kind of cute, but in, In like, a a turtleneck. You um, didn't like, uh, let mock the listeners know he's got a turtleneck on, and it's tight. <laughs> oh. Where is he even looking? <laughs> Aww. He's having a good time on Fox NFL Sunday. I think he's uncomfortable. He's nervous. Yeah. Gronkowski's anxious, and it's really coming through. <laughs> it's translating, yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, super exciting game tonight. We discussed earlier we have to sit through a bunch of crap games to get to the game. Sunday game of the football. week, in my opinion. Yeah, in my absolutely. humble opinion. Wow. Okay, now I have to stop watching this, or I'm gonna get distracted. America's game of the week. How was it, Patriots? <laughs> yeah. You're like, actually, <laughs> that's terrible. been canceled, and <laughs> yeah. the game of the. week week is Bosa versus Rogers versus my daddy tonight Sunday night Chiefs Chiefies Chiefies I just it's really quick um the Chiefies have a bye this week they play their rivalry game against the Raiders it'll be the second time they played the Raiders this season next what December 1st is that Sunday we decided that the first was Sunday I believe so yes um, on Monday Night Football, they beat the Chargers 24 to 17 in Mexico City. Uh, Philip Rivers, I felt terrible for him. I don't know if you caught any of that game. 
he's I caught four, the part where he had four interceptions. Yes, where he was laying on the ground after the yeah. fourth interception. I felt terrible for him. It was just a difficult game. And I have to imagine that the um, altitude had something to do with that. Probably, yeah. Because it was the Mexico City game. And he was just really struggling. I felt terrible for him because you hate to see it. It was also the Chargers' fifth straight Monday night football loss. Ouch. So maybe it was just like destined to be. I don't know. That's hurtful. So, yeah, um, Damian Williams went out on an injury, so the Chiefs are still working through injuries. Tyreek Hill is still injured. And um, despite those injuries, I feel like that they're still trying to be a contender. But December is going to be a wild month. They could very easily slip out of the playoff discussion. But injuries, man. I worry about, like, how healthy – Mahomes is like there's a difference in can he play and then is he healthy so I would be curious to know kind of what point ma'am he is better than ever okay um I got an update that Travis Kelsey said something about a special book Mahomes has all the goodness in a special book apparently and I'm like well let me see it then I don't know about a book. I already deleted the notification, but that's what Travis Kelsey said. Well, if Travis Kelsey said it, then we're going to take it as official because Travis Kelsey can do no wrong in my book. Yeah. In our book, Travis Kelsey is everything. So we'll let him have have it. He'd have to, like, call somebody a racial slur and then bop him on the head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. For me to start thinking bad about Travis. But. I just picture, I'm pretty sure he posted this to his own Instagram page. Do you remember the sweater with the big tiger on it? I have that screenshotted. Do you? That just oh, screams yeah. like Travis Kelsey to me, and that's how I remember him. From last season in the tiger. Yeah. I'll I'll post it later so that you can check it out again. Yeah. It's that's just how I remember him. Because that is, it is Travis Kelsey. Yes, it's a mood. It is. What a mood. is Gronk doing? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta stop watching this. You're just gonna but have you to told turn. me to watch the Browns. Okay. <laughs> You're just gonna have to turn the TV off because Rob Gronkowski is acting up. <laughs> I literally can't. Yeah. Okay. So, of course, I want to briefly talk about the Yankees. I'm sure nobody's super shocked at that that one. Um, On Monday, the 2020 Hall of Fame ballot came out, and one Derek Jeter is on the ballot. This is his first year on. Of course, like, I got in deep on his stats, and I was just reminiscing. Um, He's a five-time World Series champion, 14-time All-Star. He was Rookie of the Year. He had 3,465 career hits, which puts him number six on the all-time career hits list. And he had a career 310 batting average. There are a lot of analytics nerds who want to say his defense was rather poor. Um, I remember it differently. We're going to leave it at that. I think he will absolutely be voted in first year. 
Hall of Famer. Um, so we had that on Monday. And then on Wednesday, we got the news that the Yankees released Jacoby Ellsbury. Um, he has not played since 2017. And he, I think, was owed $26 million still this year. Absolute horrendous contract by the Yankees. So that was a big deal. They released him. And then the other roster move was they DFA'd Greg Bird. And this was all to clear up spots on the 40-man roster before the Rule 5 draft. I don't know a ton about the Rule 5 draft. I just kind of know the basics. And pretty much anybody in your minor leagues that you want to save from the Rule 5 draft, you have to have on your 40-man roster. So that's why you saw the cuts of Jacoby Ellsbury and Greg Bird, um, because we had younger players that we want to keep protected from that. And then on Friday, it came out that the Yankees are actually trying to not pay Jacoby Ellsbury. Um, they filed a grievance against him to reduce the $26 million owed to him. And they're saying that Jacoby got unauthorized medical treatment, which should allow them to void all guaranteed money. So okay. we'll see how that plays out. Um, I was super stunned when I saw that they released him. I think everybody just kind of thought we were going to have to eat that last year in $26 million. So I'm curious to see how that plays out um, and what we will do with that extra money if they do, in fact, don't have to pay him the $26 million. I mean, they could uh, definitely pick a player up for that. I'm like, are you guys trying to go after Strasburg and Cole? Or is that just me? It's probably just me. That would be wild. Drop Jacoby Ellsbury and bring me two starting pitchers. Get out of here. Get out of town. <laughs> so, yeah, we did have, I think, some pretty big baseball updates. So what about bird turds? Um, the only thing that I have on bird turds is that it's just still Marcel Ozuna rumors that the teams that are looking in him or looking at him are the Cardinals, the Braves, the Rangers, the Diamondbacks, and the Reds. So, yeah, we haven't had as much re-signing news as I would have hoped. Um, Brett Gardner still isn't under contract, and Dylan Betances, they haven't said anything. So I guess we'll just kind of see how it plays out. You're kind of assuming – Ozuna's gone though, right? I that's a hard question for me to answer right now because yeah, I mean I am. I think I think that they're I think that somebody else is gonna pick him up. But nothing is concrete about the bird herds right now. Just Marcelo Zuna's contract. I haven't really heard anything else except for possibly um Lane Thomas posted on Twitter, thank you for letting me live out my dream, or sorry, on Instagram, thank you for letting me live out my dream in St. Louis, and then Twitter went wild, thinking that that was an exit statement, but it could have just been an end-of-season statement. Yeah, So maybe hard to tell. And then the only Houston Astros update I have, obviously the investigation is still going on, um, and we kind of talked about how they were using the trash can and maybe a guy out of the bullpen to kind of give signals. 
Now it's rumored that they actually had some type of armband with a buzzer system in it. I don't know if they will be able to prove that because if you look at players, they all have sweatbands, armbands, something like that on. But that is what's kind of being rumored now. And honestly, they keep saying this could be some of the biggest suspensions, stuff like that. So, I mean, we'll see. But that's what they're saying about the Astros this week. I honestly don't think they'll be able to prove that. But if that's the case, and if they do happen to prove that, I would imagine the penalties would be very harsh. So, Yeah, I just read an article that said they were querying players right now. They're just gathering evidence. Yeah, and I would imagine if they're questioning players, somebody will talk, either because they're scared, you know, or – so I'm sure more will come They don't want to be lumped in, especially right. while so many contracts are up in the air because there are so many free agents right now. Right. So I don't know, honestly, what they're going to do. But it's like every time there's an accusation, there's just proof to back it up. And it just looks worse and worse and worse. So Every time, yeah. Yeah. The thunder, thunder, thunder. They played the Clippers Monday. I think that's where we left off last week. Kawhi yes. was out. Was that some load management? I don't know. It said left knee contusion, but hard to tell. Paul George actually played in that game against the Thunder. It was his first game against them. And he hit the go-ahead three to win, which was hurtful. I know. It, that was... <laughs> it's okay. It's fine, but super hurtful. Um, Chris Paul ended up with 22 points and four assists, and then Paul George had 18 points and four assists. What was the final? The final was 90-88. The Clippers really, to me, struggled offensively and beat us in the defense. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's fair. And then Tuesday night, the Lakers played the no, I'm sorry. The Thunder played the Lakers. I guess it would have worked out the same. But yeah, the Thunder <laughs> were still in LA, so they played the Lakers. Um, this game got kind of heated and chippy, I would say. Um, Kyle Kuzma ended up having a bloody eye in the second. Um, they said he was available to play, but he didn't. I don't know if he's still out, but his eye did look rather gross. Um, and we kind of ended at halftime with a huge LeBron dunk right before. Um, Was that the one where Chris Paul just stepped out of the way? (laughs) (laughs) I think. Was that that game or was this the last game? Anyway, I can't remember. I just know that LeBron was coming down the lane and I wasn't even mad at Chris Paul because what were you going to (laughs) do? Right. Like, literally, LeBron was out by the three line. You could tell, like, he looked at the basket, and literally people just cowered out of the way. So (laughs) I definitely saw that, too. Nobody wanted to guard LeBron. In that Tuesday night game, Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder had some words after AD kicked Nerlens on a dunk. Um, So things were already kind of heated then. 
Um, Thunder did end up losing 112 to 107. And then they had to turn around and play him Friday again. On Tuesday as well, LeBron James was the first player to record a triple-double against every team in the league. Yes, um, I did hear that as well. And then Dennis Schroeder ended up with 31 points, Anthony Davis 34, and LeBron 25. Um, So another Thunder loss on Tuesday, and then we had to turn around and play them again Friday night in Oklahoma City. And I think that was the game where nobody wanted to guard LeBron. I mean, I get it. He was coming in hot, but people literally just moved out of the way as he was headed towards the rim. I know it's easy for me to say, get your ass in there. Get your ass in (laughs) front of LeBron. The only thing that's super funny to me is I remember seeing on Twitter Tuesday before that game, it was a very simple tweet, but someone said, who's going to guard LeBron? Well, the answer is nobody's going to guard LeBron because nobody wanted to. Um, I feel like that Tuesday's kind of chippiness came to a head on Friday when Rajon Rondo was acting up. Yes, and it's kind of funny because in the Tuesday game, AD kicked Nerlens, and we still out here kicking people on Friday. Kicking um, people. Yeah, and Dennis Schroeder's the one that kind of got involved, even though he was not the one to be kicked in Tuesday's game. But then a Friday night game, Rondo kicks Dennis Schroeder in the fourth. So then he, that got chippy. Rajon Rondo also was quoted as, uh, he's got no regrets. No regrets. Well, I, I would imagine after he got fined 35000 for unsportsmanlike conduct with Dennis Schroeder and verbal abuse of a ref, maybe he would have a few regrets. He Maybe 35000 isn't much to him. It's a lot to me. Um, well, I can't remember the final, though. I think the Thunder lost by three, maybe. 130 to 127. Yeah. All of their so, losses are less than five. I just need them to get in there and get one so that they can start building a little bit of confidence. Yes. Um, it's like every game that I watch, it is still a good game to watch like they are right there but they are just not getting the end result which is kind of defeating but the games are good um the Tuesday game and the Friday game with the Lakers it was pretty back and forth and pretty heated I don't know why people are out here kicking each other because um Draymond is sitting so it's like an homage oh okay that's I probably just, true. Yeah, it's an homage to Draymond because the Warriors are not doing well. Um, Diallo's been out. Nerlens was sick on Friday, but Adams, Stephen Adams performed better. He had 22 points and he went 9 for 10, which is a big improvement for him, even though I he's thought, been playing hurt. Yeah, I thought Stephen looked good on Friday in that yeah. game. They play the Warriors on Monday. Portland on Wednesday, and the New Orleans Pelicans on Friday. They play Portland Yeah, it's quite the lineup. Three teams that I don't like. Bink, bink, bink. If it's in Oklahoma City, I kind of want to go. Are you going to fly down there? Maybe. I'll have to check it out. See your boy? 
I would, yes, I feel like I need to yes. preface that by saying <laughs> I hate Portland, but I love Carmelo Anthony. Hates Portland, loves Carmelo. It's a rough place to be in, okay? Furiously checking the schedule right now to see <laughs> if, if we're if going or not. <laughs> you know what? Carmelo. That could just, like, end my little shopping spree because I told you I got new glasses, new earrings, and concert tickets. So I might as well get Thunder tickets, too, if I'm out here acting up. If you're going to get wild. Yeah. It's at 9, so I feel like it's in Portland. Ooh, yeah, it's in Portland. Probably. Sorry. That's probably for the best. Yeah, it's ideal for you to Trying to tight. sit courtside by Carmelo. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Yeah, I was just mad typing out that schedule. Golden State Warriors, ew. Portland Trailblazers, ew. You know how I feel about the New Orleans Pelicans, ew. You can't handle the double S's, and I can respect that. It's hard for me. The Thunder are battling. They're coming up short, and I don't know what else to say for them. They are just not finding – there's, like, a piece missing. Yeah. You know what it is? What, ma'am? It's Russell Westbrook. Yeah, it's hurtful. What about all that Russell and Patrick Beverly stuff? I didn't keep up with it too much. I just know, know, like, grand scheme of things, Patrick Beverly was out here mocking Russ. I I don't know what play. But that's what I understood about it. And then I got an update that Russell's brother, was he ejected or thrown out? From the game. And it was the same game? Russ is going to get an award later. Is he? Okay. Yeah, I've got that wrapped up for, you know, I'm living for the Patrick Beverly, Russell Westbrook, 2019. I'm living for it. I didn't even follow it super closely because I knew you would be able to tell me what went down. Oh, absolutely. I got that in an award coming up. On Thursday, OSU fans got an update that Spencer Sanders would be out for the rest of the season. And it was very, very rude because I was getting all of the (laughs) updates about the Thursday night brawl. And that was kind of right in the middle of did Baby Mason say some things he shouldn't have. They did just, like, slide that in. They tried to just slide that in the middle. They thought I would be all upset about Baby Mason. And guess what? I was. And then they just, like, piled it on. I don't know why this keeps happening to me. But literally, he came out of the game last week. He was listed as injured, and then they're like, oh, yeah, he had surgery, and it went super well. He'll be out the rest of the season. He could be bowl eligible. That is just hurtful to me. Like, (laughs) why was I not even notified that we were talking about having surgery? Okay, that's very rude. Um, So we had Drew Brown in for the game at West Virginia, and OSU came out, and they scored – I think on their opening drive, so they went up early 7-0, to zero, but at half, it was 7-10 to 10 West Virginia, so outside of that first touchdown, they really didn't do much offensively. Drew Brown did get a touchdown pass to Dylan Stoner. I think that was, I think in the fourth, and it put it up 17-13 to 13 OSU, um, 
overall, like, OSU looked okay. Like, they did enough to get the win, but it wasn't, like, an overall demanding win. It was just kind of like, yeah, we played okay, and then we won. So it yeah, wasn't – Yeah, slid it in. Yeah, it wasn't a dominant performance by any means. Um, the final was 2013 OSU. Um, Drew Brown was 22 for 29 with 196 yards and two touchdown passes. Chuba had another big game. He had over 100 yards um, rushing, and I think he had 88 reception yards, too. And Dylan Stoner out here again with another touchdown pass. I'm sorry, catch. Um, So overall, like, it was okay. They won. They did some things well, but the offense just kind of looked... I don't know. It Sorry, the Browns like just we scored. Had. Oh, <laughs> yay Browns! <laughs> Sorry about that. And um, the OSU game was just like, okay, we won. Type vibe. It wasn't a commanding win at all, but we will take it. Shuba Hubbard, I feel like, is in the Heisman discussion. As he's he a sophomore. Be. He's a sophomore. I love it. But I, I worry that these games that are just kind of like you said, like, eh, you know, we won. We we did enough to get the win. I feel like that they aren't going to give him the attention that he deserves because he is amazing. I wish that, and obviously this is not what the Heisman is based off of, but Watching the game, there was a point when Chuba went to the sidelines, I think maybe in, like, the third, and we didn't know if he was hurt or not. And there was just this moment. Like, I know we've already lost Tylen Wallace. We lost Spencer Sanders. But there was this moment when he was on the sideline, and I didn't know if he was hurt or not. And I was like, oh, crap. And I feel like that just proves how important he is to our team this year. And I know that's not what Heisman's based off of, but I was truly terrified whenever I didn't know if he was going to come back in or not. Um, He did come back in, so he was not out for the rest of the game, but it was alarming. He's that much of a game changer. And I feel like they keep talking about how he's from Canada. He used to run track. And I feel like they were like, run with this football. And it worked out. And he, that's what I did. I just kept on running. Just kept running, Forrest Gump, and it's working. That's what he was doing yesterday, breaking tackles and making runs. And he looks good doing it. Yeah, and I can't remember the exact amount of games he's had in a row with consecutive 100-yard games. Um, But it's impressive. And, yeah, um, he definitely looked good. Drew Brown... He looked good. It's not that he looked bad, but I would just say overall the offense was not vibing. And we have a lot of people out, so that's kind of to be expected. Um, At least we got the win before Bedlam next week. No couch burning. No, no couch burning. Rather uneventful. OU versus TCU. They did everything right. I'd like to appreciate those people who set up the lineups. OSU played early. OU played late. I appreciate your service. I got to watch most of both games. Yes. Um, OU versus TCU was another game, like you were describing, like, 
we got the win, we got the dub, but it was not the best showing. Um, it was 28-24, and we nearly blew a three-touchdown lead. It was it was difficult. Jalen Hurts had some fumbles, some interceptions, but we have managed to clinch a trip to the league title game versus Baylor, which I'm very anxious about. And Oregon's loss last night helped us in the polls to make us number seven. Do I think we deserve it? I don't know. Because yesterday's win was very mediocre to me. I feel like, yeah, I feel like really. I feel like it was another opportunity for us to set ourselves apart, and we didn't. And I will say, last week, I was, again, pretty harsh on Jalen Hurts. Um, I was kind of picking fun at him fumbling pretty much on the goal line. But in that one yesterday, I just think you really have to give credit to the TCU defender because that's not like Jalen just lost the ball like that TCU defender literally ripped it from his hands oh yeah he got stripped bad you can't even like be super mad that was just that TCU defender playing super well so like yes it looked bad but if they would have ruled him down on the field they were saying that they wouldn't have reversed that either so I know I was harsh on him last week but this week, like, I think it was just that that lucky for that TCU defender. I saw a quote from the TCU coach that said that TCU didn't know if they could keep up with or perform well against Oklahoma. And after the first quarter, the energy shifted and they were like, absolutely, we can play against Oklahoma. And they did. They, I mean, big credit to TCU. They could have won that game super easily. Thanks to CD lamb. We did go ahead and complete that game. He trails only Ryan Broyles. I almost bumbled that name. Ryan Broyles in career touchdown passes. Jalen Hurts became the third Oklahoma quarterback to rush for 1,000 yards in a season. Kyler Murray ran for 1,001 last season, so I do feel like Jalen Hurts will definitely squeak into that top three. Uh, a little emotional OU news. Uh, tight end Grant Calcaterra retired from his college football career due to concussions. He suffered a particularly bad concussion during a midseason practice. And when he led OU out of the tunnel yesterday, it was just really emotional. I feel bad for him because you know that that's not something he came by easily. But no. he was putting his health first. Baker Mayfield reached out to him and told him how much he loved him. And good for him for putting his health and his family first. Because like we were talking about earlier with Antonio Brown, like you just don't know how much damage is being done if you're not taking care of yourself and putting your health first. Right. Um, I did see that update about him retiring and it is sad, but at the same turn of a page, like at least he is taking his health into account. Um, And then it was nice to see Baker support him as well. He'll graduate this year with a communications degree, um, and he's got a, a minor in health and exercise. So I see good things for him. But when he let everybody out of the tunnel, I was like, oh. 
hit you in the feels. But it's time to harden that heart because Bedlam is next week. True story, 7 o'clock start. Oh, okay. I didn't have a start time when I was finishing my notes this morning. So 7 p.m., it's on. It's on. I'm already not wanting to talk about it. Just because cease just talk because. starts yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to pull ourselves together like next week. We're going to talk much football this week. Um, Just because that's normally how we do it. We just kind of ignore that it's happening. And, yeah, <laughs> I guess we'll see how next week's episode goes. Jesse and I know two ladies who are similar to Jesse and I. They've been friends their whole lives. And one's an OSU fan and one's an OU fan. But they play tricks on each other. And I yeah. just haven't worked my way up to that. I've been thinking about that. But Jesse lives 30 minutes away from me. So I would literally have to make a prank worthy of a 30-minute drive. And then she would still hear me pulling up in her gravel driveway. So I don't know how I would ever pull something off. But I am quite envious <laughs> of uh, people who play pranks on each other and stuff. But Jesse and I, we just don't talk. Oh, yeah. It just gets super icy. And we ignore we're, it. <laughs> we're very respectful of each other's teams. Even yeah. though in our heads we're like, that. <laughs> oh, I got something to say. <laughs> in my head, But I'll keep it to myself. I think that that's all I've got for OU. Hopefully they're going to be able to perform. I hopefully both OU and OSU are going to be able to perform a little better next week. Otherwise it's going to be kind of boring. I didn't even think of that. What if we have a dud bedlam game? <laughs> a dud bedlam. <laughs> Gosh. Well, um, Stillwater will keep it classy. Oh yeah, for sure. Maybe. They usually do. <laughs> okay, let's just do awards. Uh, Stop it now. Let's let's just skid on into awards. Um, <laughs> I'll do my oh honey first. This is going to go to the Texas head coach. Oh my gosh, um, me too. Somebody put him in concussion protocol because he was out here headbutting players that had helmets on. That's also my Oh Honey Award, Texas coach pregame hype fail. Tom Herman, why are you headbutting players that have helmets on? Also, Texas lost to Baylor 24-10. It wasn't even even just one time. Multiple times. headbutts a player who's fully dressed out in a helmet, by the way. Yes. At least three times. Yes. And And then got beat. Yeah, then the game wasn't even that hype, and they lost. So honey. He, he's the oh, honey. Oh, the Browns just did something. <laughs> did they fumble? Oh, honey. Oh, speaking of oh, honey, maybe it wasn't a fumble. Oh, oh my gosh. Literally, they hiked the ball to Baker. He didn't know the ball was coming, and it went right past him. You know you're two minutes ahead of me, so I'm about oh, to watch it right now. Oh, honey. Second <laughs> and 20, it's coming for you. Here we go. Jeez. It's just like, oh, right my. Browns gonna browns. I don't know what else to say. 
2019 Browns. Yeah. Yep, that's my Oh Honey Award, too. So that puts uh, you into Yes Queen. Go. I feel like maybe it was last episode or the week before. I kind of talked about how we the I, I said we because obviously I'm a part of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Obviously. Um, obviously. I was talking about how the Pittsburgh Penguins would really need Evgeny Malkin to play well while Sidney Crosby was out. And Gino doesn't do a ton of interviews, but on Monday we got a quote from him, and he said, I need to be fire. And then he finished it with, I will be fire. And I'm like, thank you, sir, <laughs> for the boost of confidence. Um, however, the Penguins did lose twice in overtime to the Islanders this week. Um, so that's a little hurtful. At least they did get a point for going to overtime. And then they beat the Devils. So I'm still waiting for him to kind of hold that up. Historically, whenever Sidney Crosby is out, he does play well. And, I mean, he did play well this week. Just the two overtime losses, guys, that's hurtful back-to-back to the freaking Islanders. I will be fire. I will be fire. And I'm like, yes, King, thank you. So yeah, he gets the yes queen. I will remember that this week when I am having a tough moment. I, I will, will be, fired. be fire. Okay, just keep saying that over and over in your head. Thanksgiving's firing up. Mandatory <laughs> family <laughs> gathering. I will be fire. I will be fire. Okay. <laughs> My yes queen is Russell Westbrook versus Patrick Beverly, 2019. And there's a lot of ins and outs to the Russell versus Patrick. I think I covered the beginning a couple of episodes ago. But when Russell looks over at Patrick Beverly and yells trash at him, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) He just kindly looked over and through that side eye as only Russell Westbrook can and he said trash um I don't know maybe it would happen when like when Patrick Beverly fouled out the other night and Westbrook just waved goodbye to him (laughs) I do like their feud like I live for it it's something that has been going on for six years and I love it it tells a story As winter approaches, I feel like that this beef is going to keep us warm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the trash, Patrick Beverly. Trash. (laughs) Just let him know. Yes. So my pinky power play is Shaq when he was bench pressing the LSU cheerleader. That wasn't even a bench press. He just, like... Bloop, Bloop. popped her up. Straight up up there. No big deal. Um, And it was before LSU beat Arkansas 56 to 20. So I see you, you, Shaq, out here bench pressing cheerleaders. Do we feel like LSU's really, I mean, they're number two right now, right? Do we feel like that their season is an indicator of Les Miles' exit. It's hard to say. I mean, 
LSU was not good for a few years, and I don't know. I would be okay with it being associated with his leave. <laughs> I like that. Um, I, just, I was also thinking it's just so funny to see, like, how the season plays out because whenever OSU played Texas, I feel like they both played super well in that game and then have been a little hit and miss since then. Lukewarm. And Yeah, and, like, whenever OSU was playing Texas, I was like, wow, that's a good team. And to, like, see where they're at now, it's just funny how the season kind of plays out. I feel like the the Big 12 itself is a little bit lukewarm, with the exception of Baylor. Yeah. um, I would be curious to find out how Baylor does in a bowl game to see if they're the real deal, you know, as well. I do feel like whenever OSU played Baylor, I would say they were – significantly better than we were so hopefully they'll do okay I just remember circa maybe 2000 mid 2000s when LSU played OU and LSU made me cry and I feel like yeah I feel like it's that LSU team again yeah I feel like they're back in action yes are they undefeated that's a good question I don't know I feel like one, two, and three are undefeated. Ohio State, LSU, ooh, I don't know who third is right off the top of my head. I think Ohio State and LSU are 11 and 0, and maybe Clemson is 10 and 0. I mean, if they keep Clemson out of the final game, that would be ideal for me. Yeah, I'm like, don't quote me, but I feel like that's what I saw, so... Um, yeah, football season, it's literally almost over. It's, yeah, it's coming to an end really quickly. I, um, am nervous about the Baylor game, but I gotta stay focused because I keep hearing that person's quote in my head, OU will win Baylor and TCU and lose to OSU. And (laughs) it's like a mantra in my head that I can't stop listening to. And I feel like I'm giving power to it. And it's becoming this like big ball of anxiety. You're super paranoid. (laughs) By next Saturday, I will be fire. (laughs) (laughs) Is it in Norman or Stillwater? Stillwater, right? Stillwater. Yeah. I always say I'm going to go to a Bedlam game, and then I never do because I'm just too anxious and worked up to literally go anywhere. So I have to watch it at home by myself. I've never been to a Bedlam game, and my first one certainly would not be in Stillwater. Unless I went with you and it was like a babes event. Then yeah, I would but pull then, myself like, together. It just gets messy either way because I don't super want to go to Norman. We could drive separately. <laughs> just meet just meet there. <laughs> oh. Okay. Pinky Power plays. I got one for you. Carmelo Anthony yelling at Giannis 
to this get made the- me feel some type of way. Okay, girl, he yelled at him to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I know. On the rebound, and, and then he like- took it back down, and he <laughs> drained that three, and I was like, yes. I thought about putting this in my awards, but it's like my old bay and my new bay, and I literally just <laughs> couldn't. I just couldn't. But he did tell him. I'm only here for old bay. I mean, he did tell him rather strongly. He Get the fuck out of here. You could hear him above <laughs> everything. It was the really only reason impressive. The only reason I find it impressive, though, is because then he went down and scored. So it wasn't like he was just talking trash to talk trash. Like, he went down and scored. I wouldn't even care if he was just talking trash. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. They're doing this little Baker montage of him getting pretty lit up. So that's coming your way in about two minutes. I need Carmelo to tell that young buck to (laughs) sit it down. He did. Quit making I'm just my life so, so happy he's back. Literally yeah. so happy. Even though, like, he acts up sometimes. I don't care. Love it. What are you excited about, Tim Tebow? Tonight, Sunday night football, Green Bay at San Francisco. I'm still excited. Hopefully, I'll still be excited tomorrow. Hopefully, it goes well. Tell Aaron, like, call him up real quick and tell Aaron not to take any crap off of Bosa. Yeah. Stick don't it to him, him. Yeah. Don't let him we give don't you like any Bosa. crap. Yeah. So, hopefully, tomorrow I'm still excited because that means that the game went well. And I'm kind of going through a little Packers withdrawal because they haven't played since the 10th. It's we had been a, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be me on Chiefs versus Raiders next Sunday because they haven't played since Monday. So it'll be a long time to wait. They're either going to look like super refreshed and look good or they're going to look like they haven't played a game since the 10th. So we'll see. It'll be it'll be good. I'm glad it's the evening game um, so that that way I can catch most of it. I started this podcast out, and I didn't even, like, write it down because I knew what I was excited about. I was excited about Bedlam. But I feel like now that I've started talking about it out loud and I have, like, this lump in my stomach, that I don't know if that's what I'm excited about. (laughs) You've totally stressed yourself out over it. I know. Over the course of about an hour and a half. I'm, like, gone from Tim Tebow being excited (laughs) to complete stress ball. (laughs) I mean. It's going to be a long week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just feel like this is kind of one of the seasons for OSU where it's fine. Like, obviously, we're probably still ranked. It's been fine, but it hasn't been an overall commanding season. So like I said last week, if there's any time OSU is going to beat OU, it's going to be when it doesn't mean anything to us. When you guys aren't playing for a bowl. Yeah. (laughs) Fine. So, I mean, it very well could happen. We'll have to see. Well, Jalen Hurts has played in the Iron Bowl 
Don't think I haven't forgot that quote. So it's like probably fine. Not but I feel deal. like he's humbled himself a little bit over the last four weeks because November has been rough. I heard after he had all of those turnovers, his little post-game workout, he did holding a football. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what I heard. And I'm like, is this Friday Night Lights? Like, did they tape that football to his hands? Because I'm kind of out on that one. Amanda Backus has left the conversation because that's very upsetting to me. <laughs> Is this just hearsay? I have not seen confirmation, but I swear I saw that somewhere. Brown's out here scoring again. I know. <laughs> oh, baby, he's running. He's running. <laughs> he's, I hate him so much. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I hate him. He's such a fucker. 